Hello out there in podcast land. I am Jay. And I'm D. And this is the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. Happy Friday, everybody, and Happy welcome back. Happy Friday, Academy listeners. How's everybody doing today? Man, it's a great day to be alive. It is a great day. So, hot topic. Mm-hmm. Simone Biles and Simone. the backlash she's getting in the media and in the populace right now for her choice to step away and take a mental break. Kind of unfair, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I, I think... I think the amount of uh, attacks that she's getting, now she's getting support too, but mm-hmm. the backlash simply just is unwarranted. It's an individual that had a, a, a mental issue and said, I need some time for myself. You know, maybe the timing wasn't great. Right. But uh, I think that's more a condemnation on this country and how we look at our athletes and how we treat athletics and sport figures rather than an accusation on an individual and their mental capacity, if you will, their mental breakdown. Okay. You know, as a country, we put so much effort, so much energy into athletics from high school, where it used to be intramural, you know, used to go play school sports for fun. Right. For uh, social time. Where we you know, you hang out with your friends, right? Go play some sports. Now, if you're going to go to college and play sports, you have to play high school sports. And not only do you have to play high school sports, but now you have to play after high school sports, AAU, um, yep. what is some other? Tra- I mean, travel, travel, travel ball, ball, right? Ball. I mean, yep. crazy. Yep. you got to spend a lot of money so you can get, quote unquote, recognized. So, isn't that, so I guess when we talk about that, Right, and we, and we look at student athletes, uh, and and let's let's I guess we can we can break that down outside of the collegiate ranks and and go all the way down into the grade school almost. Right, you could. Because There's a tremendous amount of pressure to to perform. I think that's part of the biggest problem yeah. we've got with athletes like Simone Biles that, that takes a break. That pressure is being placed on her shoulders squarely. Now we've talked about this before, where it's. They kind of should. I'm going to say should. But I think we can all agree they see it before they get into that. When yep. you get to that level, you've seen those that come before you and the pressure that sits on their shoulders. Right. You can't say unless you're going into that blindly, then you shouldn't be going into it. But if you're going into it blindly, you don't see it. But I, come on. Well, I, I think, you know, I think it's different in in this <clears throat> day and age, right? So if, if we look, I look back and I, I, I can... Let's draw a line, for example. Let's say 30-somethings out there. That that generation. So what, 1990? But yeah, let's go with that. We can go okay. with that. All right. So so that generation, I believe, is the, the line mm-hmm. where sports started becoming the, the <coughs> early childhood travel setup. Right. That if you're a thirty something, you really didn't have all the the travel as as intensely as it, as we have it today. Right. You still had some. Uh, you go to school. You play your sports. You didn't have to pay to play, so to speak. Right. You didn't have to have after school 
sports. It was everything was in your in your grade school or your community or your high school. Then you went to college and so forth and so on. And if you were gifted enough and talented enough, then you went on to play pro ball, whatever ball that might be or sport that might be. Mm-hmm. I think the students in that age group maybe and, and we're you know talking about Simone again didn't realize or understand what was the, what they were getting themselves into right what did their hard work and dedication really entail on the darker side of the sport versus those kids who have watched people like LeBron James come out of high school and well, I and think when you're in career. high school you just see the glory yeah you see the glory you, you don't see, know you the, the amount the payday, of work you, you don't see, know exactly. the amount of pressure Right. Well, I think I think that I think the I think our generation now coming up, I think they do see. Well, it. right, but we're I'm still going back. Okay. Yeah. Right back in high school. Yeah. Um, you didn't, and no, and I think some of the younger kids still don't see the pressure. I still talk to high school age kids who, who, you know, oh, I'm gonna go to the NBA or I'm gonna play pro baseball. Or, I have no idea. Then what, what really it takes don't to get there. know yet. Yeah. The amount of pressure that sits there, and I think that's where. I I can't speak real well on this next little piece here, but I think it's a, a world problem. But I'm going to speak to our country, and this is a massive problem in our country. The amount of emphasis we place as individuals, as groups, racially, locality-wise, state, city, on our sports teams, on certain athletes, right? We identify with those people, with those teams so much to such a level that it can literally ruin your day or your week emotionally and, quite honestly, financially with all the sports betting that's legal almost everywhere Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. We've tied so much of our lives and our own identity into a team or an individual that is unfairly done. Right. I mean, that's... Well, that I, puts I, so well, much pressure I, on an individual that that's what I think kind of happened with Simone is when the team started falling apart a little bit, I think unarguably she's the best gymnast we have in oh, the absolutely. Olympics. Hands Probably down. the best in the world, Hand, all hands, hands down. So, down. But, yes. But so, I, think, I think with her, though, I think, and I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tread very, very lightly here because I do have a lot of, I have great respect for what she did and I have great respect for her. And, and what she represents for the sport, um, I just read an article that there's a new generation of young black girls going into gymnastics, in part because of Simone. Now, there are other athletes before her, uh, Gabby Douglas, um, the, the a.k.a. the Flying Squirrel, as they called her. She was yeah. the, the original, if you want to call Simone, right? <clears throat> um, there was, uh, I think, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, Dawes. Yeah, Monique Dawes. Monique, Dominique Dawes. Dominique Dawes. She was even before that. And right. Great gymnast, lots of accolades as well. So there are great gymnasts before Simone, but I think the power and the recognition and the stature that Simone brought to the sport mm-hmm. elevated from well, what and, and even did. the other other women were not Simone. They she not, is yeah, they were incredible. What she does phenomenal. defies nature. But I think, and, and I think it's a great thing you say that for for young black girls nowadays, especially with. With all the craziness going on in the world, mm-hmm. to have a, a positive role model who is not out politically charged, mm-hmm. right? Could be in so many different angles that are rolling through my mind. I'm not even going to bring them up. But just, she's about her sport, right. and she's about excellence, and she's about class. 
And now she's about taking care of herself, argue whether or not it was the right time, if it was fair, I don't care. She's making a statement to women and girls in this country and around the world that you can be the best and still have mental problems. Now, isn't that wouldn't so we're still I, I broken look at that as inside? A double-edged statement, though, because yes, she, she took care of herself. Yes, she she recognized there was a problem, and yes, she stepped back and said, "You know what? I need to take time for myself." Mm-hmm. Arguably, wrong timing, wrong wrong place. Yeah, I, I don't believe, think. Right? I don't think it's arguable. It was a poor time, right? <laughs> so hurt. I guess again, treading lightly here, she has this level of pressure on her. I, I understand that I'm, I'm not an Olympic athlete. <laughs> I'm not even close to Olympic athlete, so I don't know. Maybe an eating. Maybe possibly, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't know what their day to day rigor is in preparation for their Olympic debut. Right? Um, you hear the stories. You hear the the dedication. You hear the triumph, the failures, the the complete heartbreak when they don't hit a certain mark or a goal. So I can only observe what they go through from this outsider reading an article or watching something on television, I'm not in their shoes. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've never experienced what they, what they experience. So having said that, I, I, I have to believe that as great as she is, and I don't, I, some people are saying was because they don't think she's going to, is. I truly believe this is a, a blip she's on, on her radar. She's on a whole other level. She's, she is. She'll, She'll be back. fine. She'll come back, no problem. <clears throat> but I think in this particular case, the the message, the better message that could have been sent to those who look up to her is maybe she shouldn't have gone in the first place. Because as you hear her talk, there's there's suggestion that she had this feeling coming on for quite a while. Even during the national championship, she said she felt a little, little uneasy. I guess for myself, yes, you are the best in the world. You are heads and tails in a category unto yourself and no one will ever be able to take that away. But when we're talking about representing your, your country and you feel that level of pressure way before even the trials come up, would it not have been better to, to, as a, I guess a show of bravery for your team, for your country to take a step back and say, you know, I I know I can do this. I know this is in me to do this, but I'm just not feeling this right now. Let me give somebody else an opportunity to to step up onto the team and take us to the next level. I'll be there as a coach or as she ended up being a cheerleader for her other other, – for the reserves that came through. And they did very well. I think the U.S. Yes, you stayed on as a supporting uh, role. Yeah, it was phenomenal. So so take a step back before you even sign a dotted line and say, yes, I'm going to go represent – and then at the first sign of, I, I, I shouldn't say first sign of trouble because she <clears throat> she, she yeah. felt uneasy the, the entire time. Well, you have a valid point. I, there's a there's there was a better time to back away. Yeah, there's a fine line. But as, when you but do as and you're when you saying don't. that, you know, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about the pressure that we started with, the pressure mm-hmm. we're placed on these people. There's a lot of people behind Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. There's people who are funding her trip. Mm-hmm. Correct. Corporately. Yep, Maybe privately, yep, yep. right? Globally, yes. They're not letting her back out real easy. Yeah. Think of that. She may have been under a tremendous amount of pressure to go, right? She maybe had said something. We don't know. Right. And, right. and, we are, exactly. and we're not yeah, making we the no presumptions, what, what right? This is just generic right. talk right. saying 
perhaps there was a better time. And I think we, I, th- I don't think that's even, even arguable. Jay. Right. I think there was a better time for her to step away. Right. But with that being said, she could have been under a tremendous amount of pressure. She could have said something, you know, hey, listen, I can't take this right now. And, you, and, and when you got that much money behind you and people standing to make money, right back to where mm-hmm. I started with this, we put so much pressure on this that they maybe wouldn't let her back out. Right, right. And then once you're there, it's almost like the old, a lot of you won't remember this, but the old Russian defectors, right? Yeah. I get to the Olympics and then I can defect. I'll just kind of slide over to the other side and, you know, make it to America. Yeah, that used to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But because you're on that stage in the backlash, who's going to give you backlash? I mean, the people putting pressure on you to be there. Right. Well, I snapped. I can't do this. Right. What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to get the backlash you see right now. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So maybe. I don't know. I get that. But that, that takes me right full circle to what I started out with, the amount of pressure that we're putting on people. Recently, we've agreed, I say we, but I think the NCAA has agreed to pay student-athletes. It started with collegiate ever. football. It's a huge Biggest mistake. mistake ever. But I can tell you this, that was driven in part by people... 30s, 40s, 20s, hmm, wanting their video games back of college football. I can tell you, there are so many people who are excited to have college football games coming back with teams and whatnot, and they couldn't do that because they were using likenesses of players and not paying those players. That's why that video game series kind of faded away. They left it with the pros because they already get paid. But I'm saying that. To show how how far down that pressure goes. So now these student athletes, I'm just going to hit college right now, mm-hmm. college football, are going to start playing. <clears throat> excuse me, college football. Their name is worth millions if they're if they're if they're starter and they're one okay. of the top tier players. Well, absolutely, there's a lot of them that yep. signed some big deals. Yep. for you know basic advertisement. Yep. Right. Yep. Agreed. Now you have taken away the higher education portion of why they're there, okay? I, I, I don't think it's a, 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 a big surprise to say a lot of the, the, the guys that are going into Division A college football are doing so as the stepping stone to professional football, the NFL. Right. Okay. They're on their way, and they know this is a stop they need to make, and I think that was done wisely by making them at least get a college education before going in, unlike the NBA, who just will allow you in, apparently, LeBron. And now, basically, what we've done is said, you can go to college. Now, I also want to say this, though. I think there's a lot of men who have gotten an education at a collegiate level that would not have because of the scholarships and football. So there's good with that. But on the bad side, by paying them, what we're doing is we're making them celebrities, not just on campus, but wherever they go, on and off so the field. So therein lies a danger then. Because now you're, now you're going to have... Now you're going to have grade school age children, and and we already have yeah. grade school kids looking up to yeah. baseball players and football players, and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, it, it, the reality is that now you have said, okay, there is no more emphasis on the academic portion, right? Right. 
parents know that not every child is going to make it to the MLB, NFL, uh, what's the other one? NBA. Uh, NBA, right? They're We're not going to include make it soccer, MLS. MLS, man. Yeah, it's getting huge now, right? So yeah. they, they know that there's the percentage of students who go through their high school years and intercollegiate years, a very, very small fraction of those students actually make it to the pros. Not saying it can't yeah, happen. One percent. It's very small. It's very small. And then once they get into the pros, how many of those individuals stay for a long extended period of time or even make it onto the starting roster where they're making the big dollars? Right. right? Or get the or get the deals, or get the, the signing deals, where, where right? they can yeah. start seeing the, <laughs> right. all their, the, the fruits of their hard work pay off. So now you have individuals, kids, Looking at these athletes and saying, "Okay, well now I can get paid in college to do this." Again, I agree. Well, what are we going to do? Pretty principal- soon, start paying our star athletes coming out of high school? At some point, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Because uh, you, you. Well, here's well, I can tell you you've why got, wouldn't you. But well, yeah, right. You, you've got We're on 16 that year olds, sixteen year old kids, fourteen year olds out there in the working wheel in the working world right now, mm-hmm. either at a restaurant or a, a retail uh, store, limited hours because of their age, but they're making money. So if they're a student athlete with a high school. Where do you draw the line that says, well, you can't use my likeness in the local paper unless you pay me? Uh, or you can't do a story. Right? This is, I know. I, I'm not saying it will go that way. Listen, maybe, listen, maybe we're going to the extreme. You hear the flush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's society going down the drain, man. It's, I, think, I think once you start monetizing, I, I, again, I, the NCAA, in my personal opinion, made a huge mistake in, in allowing it to go through. Now, it wasn't them. It was, it was through the, I think it was the Supreme Court. Actually, yeah, there was said, there was a ruling on it to, to go through and do this. At the same time, you know, I, I want to acknowledge that I understand that these universities make a lot of money. Oh, this is wrong absolutely. well before this issue. But you but, have the argument <clears throat> on the other side that these student athletes are going to, to these these big name colleges. Yeah, but with the amount of money that a big name free. college is making off from one I student more that. than covers the tuition I, of everybody I say, else. I understand that. But, you know, that's a business, and I've said that all Correct. along. I don't want to spin down this rabbit hole, but colleges is the best advertised business in this country. Absolutely. Because they don't even need anything but word of mouth. Because who hasn't said, well, you got to go to college? Boom. Colleges, universities in this country are for profit, whether they say so or not. They make millions on tens of millions mm-hmm. of students from students from athletics it's insane it's a, it's the amount of money that's generated through that and most students come out of there not doing what they paid to get an education in done off my soapbox point is they're a business as a student athlete i say student loosely you are going to work for the university, you are employed oh, by that university. Make no, make no. And I think, doubt I think. Oh, so now that, that that kind of brings us back into the territory that we started off in the beginning with Simone, and and her mental state. So now you've got these students who are going to be paid for their services to, you know, in some capacity, right? And for those for those students who who can find another niche within the system to to monetize. Sure, well, I can sell my autographs. Now you've got that pressure earlier to perform on the field so you can start seeing ebay cleats you know field worn cleats by xy players six touchdowns in this in this game my cleats are now worth exactly and someone will buy it we all know that someone will pay for it so now you have all that additional pressure on that individual right now whether they go into the professional ranks or not let's just say you've got student a who is has been groomed from age six 
travel this, travel oh, that, travel here, travel that. there, right? And they, they groom themselves. Their yeah. parents have groomed this person going all the way up through, you know, now they're in college and, and the pressure's on. Now they can monetize themselves. The pressure's even bigger now because you want the bigger paycheck. You want well, the Not bigger, only that, but more than contracts. likely whoever groomed you wants their paycheck. And they want their cut. So now you're on the field. Maybe you shouldn't be on the field. Maybe you shouldn't be on the court. You have an injury. Maybe you shouldn't be on the balance beam because you're you're not focused properly because right. your mental state's a little fragile, go. right? Yep. Because you have all these other pressures that happened before. No Carrying focus. yourselves, carrying all with no focus. You have no support to say, are you okay? That's right. Do you think you can go on? Because like that's what happens the minute you throw money in this. They want their cut. So now you have an individual. Let's just say hypothetically they they go up for the the NFL draft, and they slide, and they slide again, and they slide again. And here is the final round, and they're not picked. What does that do to someone's mental state? I can only imagine. Here you've been groomed, you've been told, you've made, you've made money, you've done what you're supposed to do, you've lifted the weights, you've you've run your sprints, you you've you've conditioned your body, you've you've eaten the right foods. People people bet on you. People bet on you. L- and, literally, and, and you and don't figuratively, make it. and you don't make it. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yeah. Now what do you do? Where do you go at that point? You don't just walk clean away from that and go. Well, okay. No. I guess I'll go get a job and whatever I took in. Co- oh, now some do. Yeah, but mm, I think that's dying. That don't. And that's yes. that's my fear. Exactly. Is what are we building here? And I think that's you, know, you said you touched on that earlier. That's the problem we have in the country that we we put so much emphasis on athletics and sports. And like you said earlier, and I agree one hundred percent. There are a lot of individuals out there that would not have an opportunity to even go to college if it was not for the sport in which they played. Right. And to them, I tip my hat. Uh, I know a young man who, who's uh, going through that right now and, and is in college because of his outstanding uh, ability to, to play in the field and, and his athleticism is second to none. Mm-hmm. So I tip my hat to this young man, and I wish him the best in the future. Well, it's and, about using what, what God gave you. I mean, if, exactly. you're, if your talents are in, in something. But it needs to end there. It's not going to. It's too late. Yeah. But this – to me, started out like a cautionary tale, but now it's a nightmare. Well, you know, they, they, the the professional ranks tried. There was, I think, there was a very small <clears throat> blip in the radar where they tried to de-emphasize athletics and push kids more towards these yeah, science technologies. Right? I think it, it lasted a week. I, I, there, was, <laughs> there was a commercial. On, I think it was LeBron James that you. We don't need another point guard. We don't need another LeBron James. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. What we do need more of is doctors. We do need more of lawyers. Do not. So forth and so on. And I yes. think it's a great push, but... Look at me and my lifestyle, but don't be like me. Exactly. Really? I Come think on. It's, it's, it's very, very difficult to tell a, a kid who is in a, a disadvantaged situation, whether he, it doesn't matter what the skin color is, that individual is even not, not disadvantaged. I'm looking at affluent kids that are looking at... Uh, you know, I... Yes I, I, and no. I, I, I mean, think, I hear what you're saying. I think it's... I think it's, it's, it's more my way out. I get yes, that. It's I my way that. out of this is my way but to get still my, my family it's, out of this. It's yes. the cult of personality. Yeah. We worship at the feet of these athletes, oh, amongst absolutely. others, but we're on athletes. We worship at the feet of these athletes. Well, when you make a man a god, he's not intended to be so, or a woman. This right. is generic, folks. But when you make a human being into a god that's worshipped for what they put out, athletic prowess, intelligence. First of all, you've broken the first commandment. 
Second of all, you've placed more pressure on that human, mm-hmm. on that brain, and anyone should even endure. that's no different than yours than ever should have been. They're gonna snap. It's not meant to be like that, mm-hmm. but we don't care. No, no, <laughs> we really don't care because we want to see our superstars. Yeah, we want we want we want the hometown win. What matters want is gold medal. My association with a winner. Mm-hmm. My relaxation, right? I've fallen prey to that. Absolutely. My, I think my college did. team, yeah, loses. Oh Lord, help me, Appalachia State. You, <laughs> I was you that know. No, I wasn't going to bring it. I bring was it there, there but, uh, oh and my that goodness. was the longest ride home. If you ask my wife, yeah. I said zero words I, from I walking it. out of the stadium to the three-hour car ride home. I had nothing to say, I, and well, about a week after that, I was still. Well, oh, there you go. So that and so that I'm guilty, and I'm talking right from there, the heart. Yeah, that what you experience is the pressure <clears> that we <throat> place on those kids to perform when it doesn't happen. Look what happened. Yeah, because they should have won, and they should have. They were the more skilled team, but they didn't. And, oh, my goodness, I'm glad I wasn't a coach on that staff. Could you <laughs> imagine the pressure? Uh, because those kids weren't paid at that time. But now, yeah. spin that forward. These kids are paid. You imagine the conversation going something like this? Back in the early 2000s when that happened, this was – performance you let me down you should have done x you should have mm-hmm. done y sure we need to do this we're going to practice harder uh, uh, uh. sure sure now that conversation i imagine is going to spin towards you get prayed pretty mm, well to do this job and you ain't doing it yeah yeah i i tell you what though somebody's backing that money and whoever's backing that money is backing that money so they make more money mm-hmm. on you and that team. And if you aren't performing at the level they expect, yeah. don't you think they're going to cut you off? I don't think I don't know if they would, you you would get cut off well, because there's well well it depends on how the monetization comes through. If if the student athlete has more control over how they get reimbursed or funded or what what not, then you might not have that portion. But at least but it I changes that conversation. It does change the conversation. Think? But I tell you what, now, now that we're talking about that portion, I, I think you could almost see a positive spin come from this. So those schools out there that traditionally don't get the level of recognition that, that a U of M or Notre Dame gets because they're just not in that market, now you have students being monetized. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing at the higher level. So we'll we'll take Appalachian <coughs> State, for example. Jeez. Nobody saw that one coming, right? Now, can you yeah. imagine if, if some of the students on that team were getting paid to perform? Mm. Well, even you if know, they weren't and this was possible, they probably would be after that. Absolutely, exactly. So, you, so now, you've got, now you've got students who have a bigger incentive to win more big games. Which brings more excitement, which brings more dollars in, which you can just see it snowballing from there. I think you could almost see a higher level of competition from those schools that you typically don't see it from. And the ones who usually perform, maybe they need to perform at another level up because those who are coming after them say, hey, 
we're just as good as you are, and I got a few dollars in my pocket to prove that. Mm. And I'm going to see you on the field to prove just how – to show you just how good I am. So, I mean, I, I, I loosely so now- say that as a way of <laughs> – it, it could create a, a higher level of competition that we could all Maybe. enjoy – and then that brings us back to, we want to see, see more. We want to see, see more. We want to see more. And we put more pressure and, and more pressure. You see how this conversation's and, yeah. going here, right? Yeah. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. There we go. <laughs> so Simone, Every time Simone you start could, dragging Simone cash into back out because someone had big dollars on her. You know, I and, think and, and this is very likely. Said, I'm going to do it right here, right now, because I have no choice. I'm, I can't do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder. I really do. Yeah. And I feel for her in that sense and anyone else in that position. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine the amount of pressure on that. Yeah. But at the same time, be careful whose money you take. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. Careful the deals you make. I tell you what, Academyites, it's, it, we, we, we touched on a lot. And, and I think, I think the one thing that, that I'd like to say is, is mental issues are nothing to laugh at. Nothing to criticize, and and I know we're talking and nothing here, to hide, and, and nothing to hide. You know, right? There's nothing to be ashamed about of it, there. and and there was there's some different points and some back and forth, and and I and again I want I want to emphasize that that I have the utmost respect for Simone Biles. I have the utmost admiration for her. I, I believe again she's one of the greatest gymnasts we've ever seen in our time. And there have been some phenomenal gymnasts across the globe that we've had the privy of watching. You know, in their youth and, my and generation, and other, the Mary Lou Retton. Oh my gosh, amazing, amazing athletes! I, I think Simone does set a bar higher than, than what <laughs> yeah. they did. All right, so she has my support. I know D, you have you, yeah, you right. support her as well, and her, and her courage in doing what she did. Academyites, I think it, you, you need to look at people around you. Look at the pressures that they're under, and and recognize that there could be some dark clouds in your friend's head or maybe in yours that you, you're not quite recognizing. Maybe something's a little off and you, you're not quite sure how to, how to describe it or you can't really quite quite put your finger on it. Please seek help. Yeah, don't be ashamed. Don't I be mean, ashamed. don't think you're the only one. Exactly. This happens. If nothing else, this Simone Biles incident is the latest in in high-profile, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. right? That's okay. We're all under pressure. Some a lot more than others. Kids, family, marriages, jobs, COVID. My gosh, the the, the amount of pressure <laughs> right now is tremendous on our shoulders. Yep. First of all, fall back on faith. Second oh, of all, seek help. Talk to someone you know that cares about you. And if you don't have someone in your life that cares about you, you don't think cares about you, then find a professional. Mm-hmm. Start there. Just start by talking. You're not alone. This isn't just you. And when we start sharing some of our weaknesses, we find there's a huge community oh, absolutely. of others that nod, say, absolutely. yeah, me too. Yeah. Me I mean, yeah, yeah, there there, there are a lot of help groups out there. I I. Unfortunately, don't have a list of them to to rattle off. But you know, D is right. There there are groups out there to help. There are individuals out there. There's phone numbers you can call, hotlines you can you can get in touch with. Um, and in today's social media, I'm sure there's there's avenues and pathways for you to find help through that as well. So, you know, 
we, we talk about this, and for those critics out there in the media that are, are really going after Simone, shame on you. You, you need to take a look at, look at yourself in the mirror and, and recognize the evil that you're doing and the, and the harm that you're actually doing, not just to her, but to others who, who have the same condition or, or concerns that she has. And now, because of the criticism that she's getting, because of the backlash that's, that's being thrown on her, maybe the person who would at one point have gone for help is now slinking back into the shadows because they don't want to be vilified. They don't want to be criticized. That's right. Would we do this for anything else? Would we do this for rape victims? Oh, absolutely not. Would you do, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Just because it's a mental health issue, something in private something, inside something you your see. head you yeah. can't see exactly. or quite understand, we vilify it. Yeah. And it's insane. Shame it's on crazy. us. Shame, shame on us for on doing us. that. Absolutely. Shame on us for doing that. So y'all want to reach out and talk about that a little more? You, uh, honestly... If you can't find help, need some help, shoot us an email and we'll find some help for you. Sure. You want to talk about paid athletes at the collegiate level, maybe the high school level that's (laughs) coming. Grade school, kindergarten. Oh, man. Six-year-old signs million-dollar deal. Did you see how he went down the slide? You see how that kickball? That kid was amazing. Tetherball. He's a new (laughs) tetherball champion. He's the pinball (laughs) wizard. (laughs) So here we go. <laughs> we laugh. The new but who knows new, what isn't coming? The new tire spin is a new <laughs> new, new national sport. First kid that doesn't puke wins, right? <laughs> Those things are outlawed now. I think they're too dangerous. Oh my god! Just gosh. like the merry-go-round. Uh, what have what, what have we done? I don't know. We've taken away the fun <laughs> things and turned it into paid things. I think uh, that's great. Let's hear about it. Let's hear what your thoughts are on uh, paid. Student athletes, mental health, good, issues. bad. How does it affect our mental health? Their mental health. How can we, Be as better. the average everyday Joe and Joan, maybe change this situation a little bit? It's good. Sports, athletics are good. They're healthy. It's good to rally around a team. And we talked mm-hmm. in an earlier podcast how we can rally as groups: black, white, mixed genders. Mixed races all come together and rally for a sports team. It's one of the things that does unify us. And that's good and healthy. Mm-hmm. But we carry it too far. What can we do? How can we change that? How can we make that better? We'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah. So uh, like we end every episode, you want to send us a message, a comment, a concern, you just want to gripe, or maybe uh, you love us and you want to see Jay's picture. I don't know. <laughs> 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 how, how did that sneak in there? <laughs> I'll send you one, really. Oh, please. Yeah, reach you out. Know what? As for a fee, you can reach out at the Common Sense Academy for you at gmail.com. That's the Common Sense Academy, the number four, the letter U at gmail.com. Everybody out there, y'all have a great weekend. Be good to each other. God bless you guys.